Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. What's going on, Steelers Nation? And it is time for the second segment, but more importantly, we got the third member of the Migos, baby. Mama. Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler, but more importantly, from the Pittsburgh, host is at the one and only Chris Carter. <laughs> it's great to be back, boys. silly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> It's great to be back, boys. It's been it's been a minute, but you know it's draft time, baby. We getting yeah, into man. it out here. Now, without a doubt, and not only with it being draft time, we're seeing the Steelers start to button up some loose ends, man. Um, bringing in some competition in some certain spots, and we were kind of surprised, man. We wanted to actually get your thoughts on the conversation we were having before we went to break. The Steelers claiming Braden Man, and what that is meaning in terms of him versus the Presley Harvin situation at the punting position, man. What were your thoughts on that? I think it's a sign that's like, hey, Presley, we like you, man, but you got to show up. You know, there were times last year we could see the boom in his punts, but he mm-hmm. still hasn't made it consistent. And I think this is just a reminder that your your spot is not safe, just like nobody's spot is safe. You know, you 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 if unless you prove, unless you're Cam Hayward or or TJ Watt or you're someone who's proving that they are they they are they are owning that starting position, they are consistently producing for the team you can be replaced if someone's better than you. And this is bringing in someone to challenge Presley Harvin. You know, we all talked about his rookie season when he lost two very close family members. There was a lot going on there. You're adjusting to the pace of the NFL. That's a challenge. Last year was his year to step up. There were times where it showed and there were times where it didn't. And I think that that's what we're looking at here is the Steelers are just saying, hey, we're we're not beholden to anyone here. You know, you 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 earn your keep, and Presley Harvin has to. Braden Mann's going to come in. It's going to be a punting competition. We'll see who wins it. And, uh, you know, I think whatever happens, the Steelers, they're just trying to get consistent punting again because now it's been a couple of years since they've had it. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And it was just crazy. When you look at the similarities, both of these guys being draft picks, both of these guys Ray got award winners. I mean, it's just a lot of similarities when you talk about what they do well and kind of what they struggle with, so to speak. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I think it's going to be interesting just to see how they plug in. I, I just I go back to Presley Harvin and, and like I watched him I- I- in college and I just couldn't. couldn't oh, yeah, that ACC action. Yeah. When, when Pitt played him, he was Georgia great. Tech 
I mean, Pitt would Pitt, Pitt would pin Georgia Tech on like its own five yard line. Then Presley Harvin would pin Pitt back in its own ten. Like, it, like, like he would just boom the snot out of the ball, and he did it like five or six times. It wasn't just a freak accident. Right. And then you know when you hear about the story about Danny Smith going to see him, you know, at at Georgia Tech's pro day, and it started to rain, and he wanted to show Danny Smith I could punt through the through the bad weather too, and he did it. You know, all these things line up to me to say, like, hey, you know what? This this guy has the leg. He just has to put it together. So yeah. Yeah, I'm not I'm no punting expert. I'm no person who's going to be able to explain all the technique and stuff there. I think the Steelers, they just need somebody who's going to win out in this position and give you reasonable field position uh, yeah. whenever the offense needs to punt, in which lately has been a lot. Yeah, unfortunately, you're absolutely uh, right. I think you're right. A little little consistency, right? Both, I mean, both of those guys, we've seen it with Presley Harvin. Um, you know, consistency is is the buzzword. We know they've got the capabilities. They've shown it in flashes, but they've also had the down swings as well, too. Let's see if a little competition between those two can be a good thing here moving forward. Speaking of competition, CC, there's been a, man, a real cleaning of house and replacing at the off-ball linebacker position this offseason, right? Uh, Tanner Muse now being, yeah. the, being the latest addition. I don't think he's quite in the same vein as, as Cole Holcomb and Landon Roberts, but, you know, you had... Um, now Miles Jack, Devin Bush, and Robert Spillane have moved on. Uh, you, you've kind of completely turned that over along with Mark Robinson, hoping he takes a, a second-year step. Do you see that kind of still being, for, for Tanner Muse, more of a, a real depth piece that they want to use on special teams, right, um, in, in what is a, a repurpose group there? I, I know that, again, it's it's one of those signings that um, you know isn't uh, – grabbing headlines it's not Patrick Peterson or or Isaac Sayamalu right but uh, another piece there at that off-ball linebacker group where they're I think clearly going for a a, a physical thumping type as well too I think he's Tyler Matakavich. I think that he's a guy that's going to come in, give you really Wait, good special teams. That's dirty red, red baby. Let's I remember, go. I remember him. Let's go. Um, yeah, that's back. That's back from your time, Mo. Yes, I, sir. I his boy. For sure. Yeah, that's my but, guy, man. But he was a guy that would come in, you know, sparingly on the, you know, in the, on the actual defense, but a lot on special teams and be detailed. That's what Danny Smith wants: is guys who study who study special teams, who take it very seriously, and, uh, and and execute out there. So I think that's what you're getting Tanner Muse for. You're not getting Tanner Muse to come in and be your th- your 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 quick linebacker off the bench. I still think they're drafting that guy in maybe the second or third round this year. They, you, you no no linebacker should be going at 17 or in the first round. But if they get to 49 and say like a Jack Campbell or Trenton Simpson or is there I think that that would be a smart move to take one of those type of guys no without a doubt um it is still very interesting and when you talk Tanner Muse because of the talent that he was coming out of Clemson was a third round draft pick to Vegas because he does fit what we're looking for technically in terms of that rangy athletic linebacker problem is it just hasn't really materialized from a defensive standpoint, but he has been able to at least carve out some sort of a role on special teams. And it was interesting also when I thought about the guys that we had lost or that are still mm-hmm. currently unsigned, your Marcus Allen, your Benny Snell, yeah. your Derek Watt, three core teamers. We have to replace that productivity in some type of fashion. And I just thought that Tanner Muse kind of fit that mold as well. 
I mean, he certainly could. I mean, they need guys like that who are going to be able to move around. You put them in different mm-hmm. spots. They're going to find a way. You need football players. That's yes. You know, Pat Narduzzi uses that term. He's a football player. That's that that that's what Tanner Muse is. He's hey, not hey, here. Hey, to, did to did make I hear a little play. Narduzzi? Did I hear a little Narduzzi accent come out with that? Was that what man, I, I covered that man enough that I know it's like that guy's a football player right there. Uh, he's like, like that's 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 exactly what Pat Nard- Tanner Muse. That's how Pat Narduzzi would would describe him. Also being another ACC guy at Clemson, but. Um, but no, yeah, I think that's exactly what you're looking for. I think that's what Connor Hayward is is, is like Ooh, for the, for the, on the other side of the ball. Yeah, yeah. Really good, he's a, really he's a football player. He's a, he's not a pure tight end. He's not a pure fullback. He's more of an H back because he just does whatever you ask him to do. And sure. it you know it depends on you know where you want him to fit in on on your team. So you know if I'm looking at Tanner Music, yeah, he has the build to be the linebacker. It hasn't worked out overall, but you know what? He's going to give you good special teams reps if you need an emergency situation. He's a guy. He's a veteran. He'll come in. He'll give you some good effort, um, and I think that he'll at least be, be, you know, responsible in his assignments. So at least that you know he's kind of the bar where let's say the Steelers don't get the the, the linebacker in the draft that they want, and the Steelers don't like the development of Mark Robinson this year. You at least have him on the roster for a break glass in case of emergency uh, with your linebacker situation. Now, interesting. interesting. So so to to piggyback off of that then chris let's let's go into some of those those draft picks i sure. like i'm not looking for a specific name or anything cuz i know that would really be putting you on the spot but do you have a at 173249 is there like a position shakeout that would be your ideal scenario like at 17 it's one of those top offensive tackles or corners right and then at yeah. 32 maybe it's the other side of that uh, this the second wave of of tackle or corner at 49 it's an off ball linebacker uh, do you have certain position sets maybe that that you you see as the best case scenario for the Steelers with those first three picks I really think that it's either offensive tackle corner or maybe even defensive line uh at 17th overall I think that that's what you're looking at those are the priorities that they have um I, I think that when you compare um how uh, how these how this draft classes play out in a lot of different ways. Offensive tackle, I think there's a steeper drop off from the top three to the next three. Man, talk um, about it. Talk th- about than, it. Right. Then there is four cornerback from the uh-huh. top three to the next three. And I think Great. that because of that, you probably might prioritize taking one of those. T- like, 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 let's say, like, you know, Peter Schrager released his mock draft th- mm-hmm. th- this week. And, you know, it fell to the Steelers with five quarterbacks being taken in the in the top ten. And then the how it how it played out, both both Paris Johnson Jr. and Joey Porter Jr. were available to the Steelers at 17. And the and he had the Steelers going with Paris Johnson Jr. Now you might imagine, well, what about Joey Porter? You know, there's there's the obvious connection to the Steelers there, and you need a top corner. Yes, but you know what? I, I like Paris Johnson a lot more over the guys that would be behind him and be available mm-hmm. at 32 yeah. than I do. Uh, compared to Joey Porter Jr.'s con- uh, contemporaries now, and other now, guys. Now, Chris, Chris, you know I love that. That is beautiful. That is like the legit way to think about it. Mm-hmm. But it, this is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. On the <laughs> clock at 17. Okay. And it's Paris Johnson and Joey Porter Jr. on the board. You Ooh. legitimately think they're going to go Paris Johnson over the JPJ reunion? <sighs> Listen, this isn't just this about is the what, Steelers what we are talking do. about. We they brought in the <laughs> Derek Watts and was like, We're gonna pay you extra. You know we what I'm saying? We we didn't see ever we didn't see Trey Evans come through here. We didn't see a Carlos Williams come through here. We, we you know we if it's a bloodline, we trying to do that. 
I, I, I think there's merit there, remotes, and especially you know, again, I'm not I, when I was when I'm talking about where I would rank guys. Like I have Paris Johnson ranked ahead of Joey Porter Jr. So that's just and, and that's fair. Do, you know what, that's what fair. That's like a the football Steelers. thing. I'm talking about the black and gold thing, though. No, I agree. <laughs> that, that, that's and, what I'm talking. <laughs> and and here's here's the here's the other factor of that. When have the Steelers in like like I'll put it this way. Yeah, the Steelers. When you look across all the positions throughout all time, Steelers, the one position that doesn't have the superstar uh-huh. Hall of Fame talent is offensive tackle. For whatever yeah. it is, always Steelers' <laughs> offensive tackle position. They've had very good players there. Yes, but they've yes. never. You, but center, you could call out legends like uh-huh. Mike Webster and Damani Dawson and Marquise Pouncey. Yeah. At guard, get Alan Fanick and Dave uh-huh. the, the, That list goes on. Yeah. Quarterback, running back, cornerback, absolutely tight end. You could go pass rushers. Tackle, Come on now, yeah, pass rushers, defensive line everywhere but at offensive tackle that's the one position that this franchise yeah. has never had the elite it's of the true. elite true. guy yes and, and it just it, it does make me wonder is this a change of the guard that they're gonna they're gonna say hey let's go try to get that guy or do they say you know what no we need the corner of the future and joy porter jr is it or it's christian mm-hmm. gonzalez or devin witherspoon whoever right, falls right. to them at 17 so i i'm totally with you if it's if it plays out that way, I wouldn't be shocked if they took Joey Porter Jr. Yeah. in that situation. But I just for me, when I look at this, I I really love Julius Prince. I think that he would be Ooh, I, I think he's a yeah. very good Ike Taylor Absolutely. comparison. I like that. Um, as as far as how he how he could play. I like Kelly Ringo, I like mm-hmm. Cam Smith. Um, mm-hmm. I like all Emmanuel guys Forbes. you can get, all those dudes you can get in 32. second and third potentially. Absolutely, yeah. man. And, and and that's my whole thing yeah. is that I don't have as much love. For the second and third round yeah. offensive tackle. Oh, yeah. When you start, once you get past a Darnell Wright, Roger, yeah. it's like Jones, we getting yeah. real. I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's that's just where I I'm think at. That's with well that. said. Yeah. That's that's why I, I'm saying Paris Johnson Jr. That's more so out of just where I see things. But okay. absolutely the Steelers would probably go get Joey Porter Jr. in that situation. <laughs> I was just, you know what I'm saying? I just figured I had to ask both ways your professional. Chris mm-hmm. Carter, and then like, well, the, man, we just black and gold today. We know how we operate. <laughs> we we take linebackers in the first round. We go bloodlines. All right, it's one or the other. Yeah. Or well, I mean, hey, what about Zay Flowers? Because I mean, he played college football with Mike See? Tomlin's son. So come I on, mean, man. You know. <laughs> and, 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 and if you watch him in like a in a glimpse, he kind of looked a b ish at times when he's oh, out there. No. Like, uh oh. Is that? Oh no! You, you see, you see the man. You saw how he walk out there. You see, you see when it looked like when it walk when it runs. Like, yo. You even walk like it a little bit. You you move like it a little bit. Yeah. If it walks like an AB and it Come talks on, like an AB. Like no, no, no. It, it's an Antonio Brown. I don't think not, he, I don't think, not not think he talks like an AB, not, to be not, fair. Not an AB. Not an AB. Uh, Antonio Brown. The okay. Antonio Brown is the good oh, version. Oh, so not Ronald Ocean. Not, not that one. Yes, not yes. Mr. Separate Big the chest. two. We got to separate yep. the two. You know that. Gotcha. Separate okay, the two. I got you. Yeah. Not what was the other one? Oh, no. Ronald Ronald Ocean. Yeah. Am I forgetting? Am I forgetting? Was Ronald Ocean, Mr. Big Chest? Was there another one? I don't know. I just remember the exception of Lizzie Bisms. Yeah. We got more one. got more nicknames than Babe Ruth over here. This is also true. This is also true, man. So no, but that makes that makes a lot of sense, CC. Like I, I you know, maybe ideal world left tackle at 17, corner at 32, and then 49, you can do the true kind of best player available thing within within some of your needs. That does make a lot of sense. But uh Mozi's black and gold glasses also looking pretty clear, <laughs> I tell you. <laughs> I also it's one I, of the things. I also think again, defensive line is not out of reach here. Like no, here, here's call. the other here, here's the thing here is that let's say let's say they take Joey Porter Jr., right? And then after him, 
uh, Paris John, like in that scenario, Paris Johnson then gets gets snatched up, then Darnell Wright gets snatched up, then Anton Harrison gets snatched up, and then really you're ne- now you're looking at uh, do you know, do you want Dewan Jones at thirty two? I-, I think mm. you know if they're sitting there at thirty at, at thirty two, and like let's say Brian Brzee out of Clemson ha- mm-hmm. has made it there, or you know a person that I really like is Keanu Benton. I think yeah, that he, yeah. he could be a good out of Wisconsin, fit. really good player. Yeah, I really like his physicality and what he brings to the level. And I think the Steelers absolutely want to bring mm-hmm. in a, an interior defensive line presence who can be big, physical, mean, and be disruptive and in the interior him. part too, man. Very it, disruptive, exactly. It, 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 especially on the interior. I know that they need an edge, and that can I think that'll come a little bit later. But man. Just it speaks to me that they could if they can get that guy, they want that guy, and they want a big physical presence who can be who can pair with Demarvin Leal, learn under Cam Hayward and Larry Ogunjobi, and that they can set up the defensive line for the future that they really want. So that's the other position I have kind of lurking around yeah. in there. And then still again, forty nine. That's mm-hmm. where linebacker I think comes into play. If there's a Trenton Simpson or a Jack Campbell that's that's floating there, I think that's where they take their shot at him. Well, I'm actually glad you brought up the uh, the D-line element of it because there have been rumors starting um, about the Steelers potentially not just having a desire to move up or potentially trading with the Bears, but now talking about potentially targeting a Jalen Carter type mm. at that move or at that position. What are your thoughts on that, man? Do you think that that would make sense? Or even if you think that that potentially does have legs in this conversation right now? I think it's only if Jalen Carter does fall down to like nine. I think that right. I, I think he's been they, viewed as a top five, top three talent for the majority right. of this offseason prior right. to combine pro day type stuff. So his his offseason, of course, has been yeah the the pro day. He's the, been going the, the wrong the combine. Yeah, it's it, it's all of that has hurt his stock. But yeah, I, I think everyone watches his tape and sees okay, yeah. That's so like problem. this hasn't yeah. been great, but man, if I can the get that type lie. of player. Yeah, like exactly. And so I, I think that once you got him in an NFL camp, he, he was working out with your team. He's being part of it. I think that he would fit right in and he's going to be a superstar defensive tackle wherever he goes. And I think if the Steelers saw a potential at that, they would take the shot. Now, here's the here's the question. What does it cost to take the shot? If you're trading up at nine, that's the Chicago Bears who you've already fleeced for the 32nd Basically, overall. Well, pick. I think they want the 32nd back. That's the yeah. issue. And so that's the issue there, because here's here's mm-hmm. my scenario. The dream scenario would be if you could trade 70, 17 and 49 and be able to move up, get either a Jalen Carter or Christian Gonzalez or yeah. one of the one of those types of guys. And then and they still have 32 and then have 32 and trade back from 32 because, you know, there's going to be mm-hmm. people calling you as soon as they as soon as 31 hey, is in. the first round pick. Yes. It's, a, it's, ba- it's basically a first round pick and everyone's going to see how did, how did this player, how did Nolan Smith, yeah. how did, you know, Darnell Wright or Jordan Edison, whoever that player is that everyone's mm-hmm. saying, how did he fall out of the first round? The people That's are going to be calling about that 32nd pick. Yeah. So if the Steelers could trade up and get a higher pick and get the, 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 the ace talent that they really had their, their eyes on mm-hmm. and you're sitting there saying, well, dang it. Now they don't have four picks in the top 80. Now, you could still get that by trading down the second round from 32, keeping it, keeping a second round pick there, and then recuperating either your second round pick or a third round pick yeah. with, with, with the trade that with the value that you're getting there. And who knows, yeah. maybe some teams really aggressive and you can milk them a little bit more for that 32nd yeah. yeah. overall pick. So that's why I think the strategy is there. If they're trading up Jalen Carter's an answer, but I wouldn't sleep on a Christian Gonzalez or a Devin Witherspoon um, or even, you know, one of those offensive tackles we're talking about there. 
Not respect. I like it. I like that as well, too. That would certainly be uh, more aggressive than we've seen the Steelers traditionally over the years and would make for a fun storyline. I, You and I talked about this uh, on today's Locked on Steelers podcast, CC. Um, kind of how so much of this is just what happens in front of you, right? The first 16 picks, how the board falls. We know there's so many smoke and mirrors this time of year. Um, as a Steeler fan, right, you want quarterbacks to run off the board. You want B. John Robinson to to go yeah. before you. You want some of these things to push options down to you. So I've seen it all over the place. I've seen first-round mocks that have three quarterbacks in the first round. I've seen first-round yeah. mocks that have four quarterbacks in the first round. I've seen today, uh, Good Morning Football did their first mock draft, and they had five, five. They had Peter Schrager, five yep. of the quarterbacks, yeah. including Hendon Hooker, going in the top 16. So as we sit here today on Tuesday, April 18th, 10 days away from the first round, if I set the over under for you at four and a half quarterbacks in the first 16 picks, where are you going? Is there a real chance that that, that there's going to be five in the first 16 or you still think not so fast? I'm taking the under. I, I think Hendon Hooker might have been in that conversation had he not had his injury ACL, uh, yeah. toward, towards the end of it. To, yeah, he had an ACL injury, and I think that that kind of hindered things. Hendon Hooker's also older. He's like Kenny Pickett in that sense, but without the Kenny Pickett, I think uh, a pedigree of being one of the top Heisman you know, vote-getters and everything like that. Um, I think that Hendon Hooker, someone's going to want to take him, but they're going to want to wait a little bit, especially with the run on quarterbacks they are going to be there. And I think the other thing is factoring into it is this, is when you have four quarterbacks going off the board, the Steelers aren't the only team licking their chops saying, ooh, man, those offensive tackles and those cornerbacks are falling. <laughs> That's yeah. a good point. I, I think everyone More else. people start trading up, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Everyone else is also going to see that. People have to remember that like it's not just the Steelers out here trying to snipe those top players we're talking about. There's 31 other teams. They're going to get be, William Jackson, right? Right. <laughs> exactly. You could very much get William Jackson. Yeah. Um, you know, there's, I think there's a lot of chance for that. So um, all, all that being said, I, I'm going to take the under on four and a half soon because I think someone doesn't jump at, I think five, it five is the dream scenario for the Steelers. Cause sure. and I tweeted, I, I tweeted about this, um, after, you know, with, you know, retweeting Peter Schrager's mock, but if you go and you look at, um, at how that plays out, you have, those five quarterbacks, five quarterbacks, now, and Bijan Robinson, right? Yeah, Bijan Robinson. So that's, and that's that's six guys that you would have never even considered drafting. Yeah, exactly. So then you're let's let's take in the other obvious ones. Let's talk about Jalen Carter off the board. Uh, Will Anderson, Wilson, Will yeah. Anderson, um, mm -hmm. and so you, then you have you have them. And then I also say Jackson Smith and Jigba might be you know, is probably is probably mm -hmm. in that mix. Mm -hmm. Nolan Smith was a top ten pick in in, in that mix, and then mm -hmm. you throw in a tight end like Kincaid. You're down to like four players left right. that you even have to worry about. And we haven't mentioned a single corner or right. a single offensive tackle. And which that's the that, position you would want to be in. Yeah, yeah right. Absolutely. And if that's the position you're in, you're talking about okay. Let's say Peter Skaronsky, uh Paris Johnson. Uh, let, let's say those four players are Peter Scronsky, Paris Johnson, um, and then uh, Joey, not Joey Porter, uh, Devin, Devin Witherspoon, Devin and, Witherspoon. Uh, yeah. and Christian yeah. Gonzalez. Let's say those are the four off the board. So now you're left with Broderick Jones and Joey Porter Jr. The same scenario we just talked about. Yeah, I yeah. think that's ideal, given your chance that you get your pick of your one of your top offensive yeah. tackles, Darnell Wright, maybe two. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's that's that's a good place to be. That's, yeah, the, that's the dream. That's the dream. Yeah, that's baby. the dream.
Listen, man, aren't we all trying to live it, baby? But <laughs> more importantly, CC, you know, we always appreciate you tapping in oh, with yeah. us, man. Spending some time, man, dropping that knowledge on us, man. Y'all already know where to find him, man, the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette or Locked On Steelers podcast. But more importantly, CC, keep rocking with us, baby. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Always always happy to be on with y'all. Let's Thanks, go. Chris. Mama! Amigos! Mama. <laughs> Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.